Behold, I have given you every plant bearing seed upon the face of the earth, and every tree with seed and its fruit, you shall have them for food. And to every beast of the earth, and every bird of the air, and everything that creeps upon the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. From the book of Genesis, probably 8th, 8th century B.C. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for April 23rd to 30th, 2021, coming up on the full pink moon. And here are some natural events. Uh, which might include some unnatural events, too. We uh, fervently hope that you don't turn to this almanac to find out what is currently trending out there, since you are um, probably going to be disappointed. Your commentator is still trying to find his way into the last quarter of the 20th century, never mind the 21st. However, one recent trend has penetrated the perpetual fog of nostalgic contemplation in which he customarily travels. And that is labeling certain products as plant-based or plant-derived. Now this sounds good on the face of it, but when we unpack it a little bit, we find that it may not be quite so simple. Food that contains no meat can be fairly called plant-based. But remember, meat is also plant-based. Pigs, cattle, and chickens all eat primarily plants. And while we're at it, petroleum products, such as oil, gasoline, and plastics, are all plant-derived. They were plants some millions of years ago. Nearly all life on our planet is plant-based, and plants would surely survive if there were no animals. But animals would very quickly disappear if there were no plants. So it's no wonder that the sights of spring stir our souls. And for more of that, here's a Field and Forest report. One of the most gorgeous Floral displays of the year is underway right now. Red maples, covered with masses of exotic blossoms, red, orange, and umber. They're equal in beauty to the amaryllis that recently graced the windowsill. But the thing about red maple flowers is that they're so tiny. To be appreciated, they need to be seen with a magnifying glass, and it's well worth the effort same time, new, translucent, heart-shaped leaves of aspens are fluttering in the breeze. The delicate branches of hackmatacks are showing a ruddy shade as their buds expand and their new needles emerge. Birches, too, are showing a lively brown as their buds open and their catkins begin to expand. Apple trees are showing silver tip on their buds meaning that pruning season's over, and that this might be a good time for your dormant oil spray 
control overwintering insects, that is, until any grain appears. And here and there the first dandelions show their sunny faces, though they won't reach their peak until next month. And in fields and pastures, new green grass rises above the old brown dead thatch. Here's a saltwater report. Um, elver season is winding down with reports as of April 19th of over 5,000 pounds landed with a value of over $9 million at an average price of $1,643 a pound. Pricey little wigglers. Some lobster traps are going back into the water this week, but many are not. Lobstermen face an uncertain future, what with a wobbly market and possible new regulations by the federal government affecting their gear. Boat yards are busy getting everything from lobster boats to schooners ready for the coming season. And the race is especially hectic as summer people are returning earlier than they used to. The seductive perfume of big salt water fills the air as the waters of the Gulf of Maine warm, the winds blow from the south, calling sailors back to the sea. And here's a rank opinion. The idea that spring is good for your health is not some mystical fantasy. It is a hard fact. Studies continually show that patients whose hospital windows look out over scenes of natural beauty recover more quickly than patients who look out on a factory or a brick wall. In the big picture, it's easy to see that our health depends on the health of the earth. And to the extent that we endanger the health of the planet, we endanger ourselves. And finally, a couple of seed pods to carry around with you. The first from Rachel Carson, 1907 to 1964. Those who contemplate the beauty of the earth will find reserves of strength that will endure as long as life lasts. There is something infinitely healing in the repeating refrains of nature, the assurance that dawn comes after night and spring after winter. And from John Muir, 1838 to 1914. When we try to pick out anything by itself, we find it is attached to everything else in the universe. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.